My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There is an old saying that when life gives you lemons, now how does that go again? Just take it. Life may be feeling merciful for once. (laughs) Well, no, that's not how it usually goes. But what is mercy for us? Receiving mercy from another, from God. In the Gospel of today's Mass, Peter approaches Jesus and asks him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus answers, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. And then, O Lord, Jesus, you go on to give a parable, a parable of two debtors. Why, Lord, do not just tell Peter the answer, yes, you have to forgive your brother. Why do you go on with the parable? Well, the parable says so much. What does this parable tell us? First, it tells us, about a huge amount that one of the debtors owes the king. The ancient languages, the Greek original as we have it, and the Latin Vulgate as the official language of the church, speaks of 10,000 talents. 10,000 talents. Well, what is that, really? It is a huge amount, and there's no easy way to render this equivalent purchasing power in modern dollar value, but perhaps we can give an estimate. I say it is near the daily wages, the daily wages of 45 million people. Now, considering that in the whole Roman Empire, there were fewer than 45 million wage earners, what would it mean? It means you owe. You have to pay everyone in the empire today. That's your debt. Well, that's not happening. That's not imaginable. No one ever had that much liquid capital to loan, nor power to borrow that much. So the modern translation says huge amount. But let's get it straight. It is really huge. It is an inconceivable amount. And what is this parable meant for? Meant for Peter. And Jesus, don't you mean this parable for me, like all the parables? And do I realize that you are to forgive me an inconceivable debt? It's 3 a.m., and Goldie wakes up to see her husband pacing the floor. Melvin, why can't you sleep? she asks him. Melvin replies, well, you know our next-door neighbor, Sam? I borrowed $5,000 from him, and it's due tomorrow, tomorrow morning, and I don't have the money. I don't know what I'm going to do. Goldie gets out of bed and opens the window. Sam, she shouts, and several times more. Sam, Sam. Finally, a groggy, very groggy Sam opens the window up opposite her and yells back, What is it? What is it? It's 3 a.m. What do you want? Goldie says, You know the $5,000 my husband owes you? He doesn't have it. She slams the window shut, 
turns to Melvin and says, Now, you go to sleep and let Sam pace the floor. Well, somebody is worrying about debt. And what about your debt and mine? Jesus, you are concerned about my debt. You are the someone that holds it. And when you give this parable to Peter, when you give it to me, aren't you telling me that you're heading towards Calvary to pay that debt? That debt of mine, Peter, everyone. It's very frightening and very beautiful. What more does this parable say? Jesus, aren't you telling me that you love me that much? Wow. What more does this parable say? I actually don't get the payout unless, unless what? Unless, as the parable says, I forgive my brother. The parable has this man begging for mercy and the king gives it to him, forgiving this unimaginable debt. And when he goes off and finds a fellow servant who owes him a much smaller amount, let's get straight what that much smaller amount is. It is 100 days' wages of one man, not 45 million, (laughs) one man. Jesus, you are this king, and we are scared to hear you say that in your anger, You would say to him, because he would not forgive that 100 days wages, you wicked servant, should not you have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Yes, it would have been simpler, Lord Jesus, if you had just told Peter, yes, you have to forgive your brother even if he sins seven times, but we would not have it all. C.S. Lewis says, we believe that God forgives us our sins, but also that he will not do so unless we forgive each other their sins against us. There's no doubt about the second part of this statement. It is in the Lord's Prayer. It was emphatically stated by our Lord. If you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven. No part of his teaching is clearer, and there are no exceptions to it. He doesn't say that we are to forgive other people's sins, provided they are not too frightful, or provided there are extenuating circumstances, or anything of that sort. We are to forgive them all, however spiteful, however mean, however often they are repeated. If we don't, we shall be forgiven none of our own. Yes, Lord, you throw it back at me. It is so hard sometimes to forgive. Again, Lewis says, But to forgive the incessant provocations of daily life, to keep on forgiving the bossy mother-in-law, the bullying husband, the nagging wife, the selfish daughter, the deceitful son. How can we do it? Only, I think, by remembering where we stand, by meaning our words, when we say in our prayers each night, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. We are offered forgiveness on no other terms, To refuse it is to refuse God's mercy for ourselves. There is no hint of exceptions, and God means what he says. Yes, Lord, help me to be so forgiving. Help me to go to prayer when I don't think I can do it, or when it seems too much. Help me to go to you. You will will make it right. Now, I think you were telling me, too, that the parable also says more. It says, I will be like you. When we think of the Beatitudes, what are we hearing? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. 
and that is to be like you, to be merciful. Blessed will I be. Many people say they have found you, Lord, in the house of the dying, that house of Mother Teresa in Calcutta, India. But St. Teresa of Calcutta said, Stay where you are, find your own Calcutta. Find the sick, the suffering, and the lonely right where you are, in your own homes and in your own families, in your workplaces and in your schools. You can find Calcutta all over the world if you have eyes to see. Everywhere, wherever you go, you find people who are unwanted, unloved, uncared for, just rejected by society, completely forgotten, completely left alone. Yes, if I do go at this forgiveness of others, I'll become like you with mercy, and I will be able to find, in a further way, more, more for others. It has been said, in order for us to find our Calcutta, our place to love, we have to realize that it is our responsibility to use each moment as our best opportunity to love, because, believe it or not, your Calcutta has probably already found you. It's in the places you are in right now. Who receives that mercy that I give? Why, Lord, you put it in my heart to know that it is you. You receive every service I give, every understanding, every gift of myself. It blows my mind to think that God in his great wisdom, you, Lord, have placed me right here. You could have chosen me to be any other person, in any decade, in any family, in any other country, but it was here that you carefully have placed me. Whatever state I'm in, whatever place I'm in, my vocation is to love, not down the road, but today, right now, if only I have eyes to see. Again, what are you telling me, Lord? The heart of St. Mother Teresa's words is based on the fact that each of us has an inestimable worth. We are sacred precious, and that is what your parable has told me, that, Lord, you died for me with your great dignity as Son of God, God himself, and I, I am to take up that understanding. You, Lord, died for me, that I might die for the others. Thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.